0: My name is Claudia Suarez and you're listening to Be on the Core Podcast, a show for meaningful dance-related conversations. This is going to be a very interesting episode because my guest is very unique uh, and states that ballet has actually changed his life, Uh, Mr. Lee Kinsel. um, Apart from being a U.S. veteran of the Navy, he suffered a major accident that almost uh, costed his life, and now he takes regular adult ballet classes uh, in two studios. Yes. Yes. Um, And uses ballet as the best therapy. And if you see him, he is not a person. I mean, if you see his look, he's a very rock and roll man. And you know, he has his very beautiful and cool motorcycles and long hair, leather jackets, tattoos, and everything. You wouldn't imagine that he takes ballet <laughs> class. Uh, he's very cool. Um, yeah. So let's get started and and talk about this topic. Uh, welcome, Leif. Thanks for being here.
1: Well, thank you for inviting me.
0: Yeah. Um, well, let's uh, start with uh, where you come from. What's your backstory, your uh, Navy story, and everything? What would you like to tell the world?
1: <laughs> well, originally, I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio, and a little bit of my backstory is I've talked to several other male dancers. Is I was never allowed to dance
0: in, the, um, in high school. Really?
1: Um, I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And the theater teachers and the dance teachers had invited me, but my parents wouldn't let me. And uh,
0: wow. so you you did want to have something like in, be involved with the arts before. Yes. Yeah.
1: And either it cost too much money, or my father was afraid it would like make me gay or something.
0: Yeah, it's it's very typical yeah. for parents. Yes.
1: And so I really didn't get to pursue anything until after I turned eighteen, joined the navy, mm-hmm. and yes. then started dancing wherever I could find dance or studios or clubs or wherever I could learn yeah. anything about dance.
0: So where, when we're in, you were in, um, in on duty, you were dancing. You started to take yes. classes. Yes. In, well, in your time off duty or during.
1: Right, in my time off
0: your time off duty time yeah yeah, that's very interesting (laughs)
1: well it was very unique the greatest thing is I was approached and asked by a local club that I danced at Mm -hmm. if I would do their commercial wow so I actually like a few weeks before the accident Mm
2: -hmm.
1: that happened to me yeah I was actually got my first you know big dance scene on a TV commercial which was like really cool wow 'Cause they and,
0: had oh no, continue, I Because
1: they had me be the star of their commercial.
0: Wow. And um and after that you you suffered that accident. Can you tell us what um, how was it, where were you what, what 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 happened?
1: During the accident? Yeah. I was um coming back from a simple doctor's appointment and uh, I was on a thirty five mile an hour road and Indian Head Highway and Maryland, just outside of DC. And I was stationed in the Tucson River Naval Air Station. And, um, the witnesses said, I don't remember anything. The witnesses said that we were doing between 30 to 35 miles an hour, heavy traffic. And this guy was doing 80 to a hundred miles an hour on the shoulder of the road in the breakdown landing on the grass, cut in front of the car behind me and hit me from behind. Oof. Pushed me into the car in front of me, where I flipped over my handlebars and totaled that car with my head and my helmet. Wow! Then I hit two two other cars, hit me right and left. Then when I was laid out on the road, the fifth car actually ran over me, ruptured my spleen, <gasps> and parked on the side of my head. Oh God! The Kevlar helmet I was wearing did not crack. Wow! the The helmet supported the weight of the car and mm-hmm. did not crack.
0: <laughs> oh God! Thank God!
1: All. My brain damage comes from, he hit me so hard, which we were doing like 30 when I was hit by, they said, you know, 80 to 100 mile an hour driver. Mm -hmm. He pushed me so hard in the car in front of me, the brain couldn't stop inside the skull. So all my damage comes from the brain slamming into the inside of the skull. I had no external injuries Okay. and I had on full leathers, so I had no road rash.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: It was just the massive brain damage, which has left me with all my disabilities from that. Yeah.
0: And, um, you said that they, um, claim you dead, actually?
1: Yes. They, when I was underneath the car and the car was parked on top of me, they claimed, they already, they had said he's dead. They basically pronounced me dead on scene.
0: Wow. But you were in a coma, you said? I was in
1: a coma for three weeks. Mm-hmm. And I was in the hospital for six months before I was released. Wow. That's and, a um,
0: major thing.
1: Yeah, it, it was, it was crazy. Um, It was, what I have found out is brain damage is a very unique thing and a thing that not many people know anything about. Yeah. Even some of the best neurologists I've had in the military have said they don't know anything as much as they wish they did about the brain. Wow. And um, I was in a lot of studies in Virginia at the Richmond VA Center during that time in 95. Mm Mm-hmm. For a head injury victims.
0: That was in '95. That was 1995.
1: Yeah, it actually happened April 18th, '95.
0: Yeah. You never and, uh, um, forget that date.
1: No, mm-hmm. I mean it's it's I swear it's like it happened yesterday. Yeah. Sometimes I wake up and I just wonder if it's all going to be a dream. Wow. Twenty three years later, I you know for twenty three years I've been in rehab and recovery.
0: Yeah, because yeah, it's 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 hard to. to uh, recover from something like that I had a
1: lot of wonderful friends I was in a motorcycle club in Maryland at the time and the club I was in actually got my motorcycle out of impound my Harley and uh, because they wouldn't let it they wouldn't release it to anybody because I didn't have I was single Mm -hmm. and nobody had power of attorney over my vehicles yeah and because my Harley was an impound nobody had the right to get it out so they had to go steal it
2: wow (laughs) (laughs) oh my
1: god But uh, they got my bike out of impound and it was neat because I was blind for a few months from the brain, from the injuries and coming out of the coma. My first time riding again was on some of my club brother's Harleys Mm -hmm. and they were riding behind me. I was at the controls and they were telling me, go straight, stop, right, and
0: left. And I was
1: completely blind.
0: (laughs) That's crazy. That's crazy. I was going to ask you about... And that time that you first rode a bike after yeah. after recovery.
1: And it felt so normal. Everybody has always done the same thing, I'm sure you know you've heard is how can you get back on a motorcycle?
2: Yeah. And it was
1: like I couldn't get in a car for almost a year. Wow. Without shaking. I was so it makes me sound like a chicken I know, but I was so scared of cars because I was hit by five of them. Exactly. That yeah. I would start shaking if I was in a car for too long. Wow. You know, because to me, that was the enemy, not the motorcycle. The mm-hmm. motorcycle didn't hurt me. The cars did. Yeah, yeah.
0: And how, how do you feel now after 23 years?
1: I feel like every day is a gift and every mm-hmm. day is new. Yeah. And every day that I can dance, I've did what I told the doctor I would do. When I first came out of the coma, they told me they didn't, they thought my vision would come back. They did not know if I would ever regain ability or the use of my left side of my body. I was totally paralyzed for a long time for my left arm and left leg. Wow. And the doctor said, "Be just be prepared that you probably will never walk again. And I told the doctor, I don't care if I can walk, I will dance.
0: Wow, and that's how I will you're... dance
1: out of this hospital.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and...
1: and It's almost been true is that there are times I can't dance and I show to places in my wheelchair and people get all freaked out or confused, Mm -hmm. but I can still dance.
0: Yeah, because you do uh, have a wheelchair, you have a disability.
2: Uh, I am still Mm semi-paralyzed.
0: And just going off topic a little bit, I know that you love dance Mm -hmm. and um, you were telling me a little bit before we recorded that you actually wanted to Start dancing in high school, but yes, yeah, and um, so you always loved dance, you always were interested in it, and now you use it as, as your medicine, which I think is, is wonderful,
1: yeah. And I, yes, and I've been given some opportunities around 99 or the year 2000, um, the head of physical medicine of the Cincinnati VA hospital said, I've got an idea I want you to try, and it's the thing called Pilates.
0: Yes. And it
1: was kind of new new going around there at the time. Mm -hmm. And he said, I wouldn't offer this to anybody but you because you have the dance background. Wow. And I think, I want to try it with others, but I can't try it on somebody that doesn't know anything about dance. And so I want you to go try it and relay back to him what I thought and Mm -hmm. stuff.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And... They were paying pretty high money at that time for me to go to Pilates three times a week. Wow. Because they were getting like 75 to $80 a session.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. And
1: uh, I finally convinced them just to buy me my own equipment. <laughs> and he did.
2: Yeah.
1: Because I, I had told him, I was like, will I ever be able to stop doing this? And he said, no. He said, if you want to walk and not be confined to bed mm-hmm. or confined to some Wheelchair, mm-hmm. You will have to do this or something like it for the rest of your life. Yeah. And so that is part of my reality that I know if I ever stop, my life will stop.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's the, one of the reasons why you just continue doing what you're doing. Yes. You still go to Pilates um, regularly or just no, by right now? No,
1: I, I do it at home. Okay. I have all the equipment at home.
0: You have, I have a, a reformer? I have a
1: reformer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, I've got a Smith machine. I've got a power tower, lots of equipment at home. Part of my disabilities is that fluorescent lights hurt me very badly.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's very, I have to be very specialized where I can be in a, anywhere that has fluorescent lights. Mm-hmm. That's where I have, I don't know if you met my service dog or not. My service dog helps me. She can give me about 10 or 15 minute notice before I pass out. Wow. Um, Wow. The studio... The studio room at America's Ballet that has a hardwood floor in it Mm -hmm. bothers me. Really? I can't spend much time in there. Whereas the other studio that has the Marley floor Mm -hmm. doesn't bother me. Wow. That floor is always... Wherever I've been in a studio, the floor Mm -hmm. absorbs that just enough of that flicker of the fluorescent lights yeah. that it doesn't bother me so bad. Wow. But I'm that sensitive to fluorescent lights.
0: Wow. And just talking about that, does this light bother you?
1: <laughs> no. Are they fluorescent?
0: Yeah. This. No, I don't know.
1: They don't look fluorescent. Okay,
0: okay. No. Just worry, Just checking.
1: <laughs> those are those tubes.
0: Oh, yes. The tubes. The yes. tubes. Okay, and Especially perfect. when they
1: start to flicker.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And I know my cousin has uh, Epilepsy. Ah. And they will throw my cousin into a, you know, grandma seizure mm-hmm. from that flicker of the fluorescent lights. I don't have seizures, but it does the well, same thing to the brain because of the brain damage.
0: Yeah, and um, part of um, your diagnosis uh, after that accident was, apart from the brain damage, what else did you, did you encounter? Yeah. Did they encounter on you?
1: Well, my spleen was removed. Mm-hmm. And that's a big part of your immune system. Yeah. So I get I have to be cautious because I can get sick very easily. Mm-hmm. So I have to be very clean, I have to make sure I'm around people that aren't sick,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, things like that. And, um, But for me, it, it's also left me with a bit of a learning disability, Yeah. which was really hard for me to deal with. Um, even at times it's still hard for me to deal with because I was I finished aviation, electrician school in the military
2: mm-hmm.
1: as an honor student.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I had the highest grade point average of all the students. <laughs> and, and I was really good, and I never gave myself credit at the time, but I was good.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, everything I could learn, I could just pick it up and learn it. And a teacher could give me a combination, and I know it. Yeah. I wouldn't have to think about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now everything comes hard if I get it at all.
0: But I see you great in violin class learning combinations, but it's still. It's, it's still like, following. Yeah, it's not a before.
1: Right, and it's still, I have to do a lot of following the person in front of me.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. That's so interesting because you will never believe that you were involved in that accident when, and, when you see And it makes class. me
1: feel so good because I do work so hard.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And
1: I've had several people at the studio before, especially when we were doing. Sleeping Beauty. They mm-hmm. tell, well, we didn't know you were disabled. Yeah. Well, wow, and thank you because that makes me feel good
0: because
1: <laughs> I work that hard every day. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I'm either weight training, dancing, mm-hmm. Pilates, bicycling, something. I'm I'm doing something every day to get stronger.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That that routine is. It's it's like a ballet dancer actually. You take ballet classes every day, mm-hmm. and um, and you condition your body to be stronger, and stronger every day. Um, and just out of curiosity, um, when I don't know if this is a personal question, but you know I see you're walking every day. But um, in that last May, and well, almost all the performances
2: mm-hmm. that you
0: go to watch, you actually go in your wheelchair. Yes. Uh, when are those times that you're in a wheelchair and walking normally? Is there a specific thing or a specific time that you have to be in the wheelchair? It,
1: especially if I'm not sure about the lights. Oh, okay. If there's going to be fluorescent I got lights. You. If it's going to be a long walk, I get confused. Mm-hmm. Um, it might sound silly, but I have a very difficult time doing more than one thing at a time.
0: Multitasking, yes.
1: To the point I cannot have a conversation at a table while eating. Wow. If I have to think, instead of eating, I will choke. Wow. Um, And a lot of it will be the same thing. If I'm talking and trying to walk, I'll fall down. Wow. My left leg will just give out.
0: Yeah.
1: And just like it's not there. There is um, something that happens with the music, and not to get off topic, but... The VA has also just started doing music therapy with spinal cord injury and combat veterans mm-hmm. because they realize the music is doing something to the body and the brain nice. and the nerves. I've been in dance class and not been able to feel my left leg at all. Wow! But I didn't fall down.
0: Because so and I
1: have no idea why.
0: <laughs> that's so. That's some. I think everything that you're telling me is a miracle. Like I said before, we recorded, it's it's such a miracle.
1: It's really, it's a a beautiful, it's a wild, beautiful thing sometimes.
0: Yes, yes, that you are able to um, just, yeah, take a ballet class. uh, Even though maybe you don't feel inside, like you just said, you Mm -hmm. don't feel your left leg or, or you have a hard time learning, you don't seem like a person that has a brain damage and... And you know it's it's when you tell people they're like oh, they're yeah. super um, shocked about what happened to you and I am when I heard your story so. And
1: I really like that because from 2007 until about 2010 or 2011, seven, eight, nine, ten, yeah, about four years. Mm-hmm. You probably would not have been able to understand me very well. I spent four years doing intensive speech therapy at the VA.
2: Really? Wow.
0: And that was more than 10 years after the accident. Yes. And so that's, that was something that came out? Or it was something yeah,
1: it was, a, you know, different. I, I moved here. The re- primary reason I moved here from Cincinnati is they could not help me with any specialty clinics. Mm-hmm. So I came down here in 2003. Mm-hmm. Because James A. Halley, just down the street here,
2: yeah.
1: is, was the third best hospital in the country. And they yeah. have a huge specialty clinics just for traumatic brain injury and polyblast trauma.
0: Is that the, in the Veterans Hospital? Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. And uh, they've just, as soon as I came here, they hooked me up with all these specialty clinics and all these specialty doctors,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and they've just been the best doctors I could have ever asked for. Wow. Don't let anybody tell you anything bad about the VA because if you want good care, you can find it. Sometimes you got to move for it, but mm-hmm. you can find it. Yes. And um, as soon as I got here, they were like, "All right, you need." I went to get evaluated. They're like, "You need speech therapy," and I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll try anything once or anything you want me to do." Yes. And I've always found that with all my doctors that if I don't give up on them, they won't give up on me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. And all, everybody I've heard that has said something bad about the VA hospital or the VA system. Usually it's given up on themselves at some point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like, they're not going to help you if you don't try.
0: Exactly. Wow. Um, this is a true fascinating story because um, no one in the studio, like I said, knew about what happened. And um, and I'm glad that people will get to know more about this and uh, maybe get inspired to actually take yeah. dance. As medicine, and, and if we move more to that topic, um, nice. You yeah, you love ballet. You love dance. Um, you love to dance before everything happened, even in high school. Um, but when you, with the recovery, was something that doctors recommended to you, or was just something that you wanted to do?
1: <laughs> no, beautiful story. I used to try so hard in the house I was living with my wife at the time, my first wife, Mm -hmm. and she'd laugh and make fun of me because I was trying to dance in the living room, and I could barely walk at the time. I mean, it was really crazy. And um, I kept buying any books that I could buy on ballet, and I was always told that if you want to dance, you have to start with ballet. And I was always foundation. told that if you if you want a strong foundation in dance, you have to learn ballet and yeah. understand it. And um, so that's what I was trying to do on my own. And I was still, and at the time of my wreck, and up until now, I was still also teaching motorcycle safety classes.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And okay.
1: I, I met some friends through. That were my students, and they invited me to their house for a party. And they were young 20s, and it was a skinny-diving party. And I met this most beautiful prima ballerina
2: wow.
1: at the skinny-diving party. Yeah.
2: That's...
1: And the first thing we commented on each other yeah. was our feet. Huh. And I'm like, you have wonderful feet. And she's like, so do you. <laughs>
0: yes, you do, actually. <laughs> and, 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 I see and, and, you in
1: class. <laughs> oh, thank you. And, and we started going from there, she was like, she was like, "You should try again,"
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that inspiration—just having somebody that I'm looking at, this girl—is like, you know, just a beautiful ballerina. Yes. To tell me that I should try again, that gave me the courage to try. Mm-hmm. And I found the Nancy Norick School of Ballet on the north side of Cincinnati. Told Nancy my story, and she said, "Try," mm-hmm. and I tried, and then. All of a sudden, when she taught a very strict, very loud, solid <laughs> syllabus, you did not have to guess on what she wanted from you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And when she started teaching and the music came on, it was just like the whole world changed. Wow. My disabilities changed. Everything changed. And I could do it. And my body worked. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay. And we just, from there, it just kept getting better and better and better.
0: Wow and yeah. how was that first I mean yeah I was going to say that first class you um, you felt like your world changed and your disabilities disappeared do you still yeah. feel like that?
1: Yes every time I walk on the, into a studio
0: Wow that's the so hardest good. and it
1: is even now I'm 45 years old mm-hmm. the hardest thing for me to do is to walk into a studio at times because as much as I want it I'm scared of it yeah, I'm scared of honestly not being good
0: enough. It's a challenge. Yeah. Yes.
1: That you know, I'm just that I'm just not going to be good enough to be in a, in the class.
0: Mm-hmm. But you are actually. Y- yes. <laughs> yes, you are because you have knowledge and uh, with all these years, yeah, you have your knowledge and like I said, it doesn't seem like you are a beginner either. Like, yeah, it's it's so fascinating this this story. Yes. And um, every time you go to class or um, through the years that you have been uh, dancing and, and taking classes, what benefits do you see from ballet in your body, um, especially with your disability of brain damage? And what benefits?
1: Brain function, uh, mm-hmm. muscle, muscle function ability, mm-hmm. um, cognitive function, working better, thought process, being able to solve problems even better mm-hmm. to think quicker yes um, we had talked earlier about doing impro- improv type stuff
0: yeah in, you told modern, me that
1: and that was very hard for me because yeah. you had to think
0: yes you have to think and create something out of, from scratch that you're just creating it's not a structure yes yeah
1: and um, just almost every aspect of my life I can almost something back to what mm-hmm. the ballet has helped for me mm-hmm. and what dance has helped for me
2: yeah
1: for what I have Wow. and even motorcycle riding or driving I look as an art form and when I used to launch jets even before before I got hurt mm-hmm. I worked on the flight line with mm-hmm. jet aircraft you know and that was almost like a dance when you're directing and starting and launching jets out you know yeah. it's, it's it's crazy sometimes
0: wow wow It's so interesting too, I've never, actually have, this is kind of the first time i talked to a person from the Navy, a veteran, yeah, so interesting. Um, I always admire what you do because it's so brave. Um, My country doesn't have a a good military, Um, so I I was always scared of them. But when I moved here, uh, I realized the work that you do, the service you do to this huge country—it's just amazing. So
2: oh, wow.
0: it's so interesting. Yeah, Thank just uh, at yeah. uh, this uh, comment out of topic. Yeah. Yes. Um, and well, you told me about your struggles when you go to ballet class. Um, you know, you have to copy some person sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you don't feel your uh, other side of the body but any other struggles because I know you, I know you right. love it but any other struggles that you find very interesting in, in there
1: I don't know I think one of the things that is always in the back of my mind is you'll, you'll just smile at this
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, the teacher and director of Nancy Norwich School of Ballet back in Cincinnati I remember like the first week or the first month I was there and she realized I was going to be there Mm-hmm. that you know, all right, you're going to be one of my students. You're good enough. She looked at me, she took me and basically took me in the corner, looked at me right in the eye, and said, you have one purpose in my ballet, and that is to make my girls look good. That wow. is your only purpose in life. <laughs> I'm like, yes, Nancy.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> and wow. she was tricked. I never got to be in one of her performances.
0: You were taking just adult classes or like regular?
1: Adult and regular, and even some um, preteen. Wow. Because she needed, she needed. Uh, sometimes she needed somebody to help um, with the students. Mm-hmm. But um, her requirement at that time, she told me that unless, until I got strong enough to do 25 handstand push ups in wow. the center of the floor, unsupported, mm-hmm. I could not be in her ballet.
0: Wow. Very strict.
1: And I could do it on a wall. I didn't have the balance, and I still don't. I can't do it right there.
0: Right here, right
1: now. Right. Wow. You know, against the wall, I probably could, but not the balance to do it on the, in the center.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, uh, um, and, well, let's um, talk about your routine, actually, mm-hmm. day by day. I know you, right now, like right here, right now, in Tampa, you take ballet classes at two studios you yes. do is at home so can you tell us a little bit about that routine that you have in, in during the week maybe uh,
1: Mondays I take class I have two different classes one in the morning one at night
0: so you take two twice yes. a day wow. I have a
1: beginner's class in the morning mm-hmm. I take an intermediate advanced class at night and um, the one at night is crazy <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I bet
1: um, you should come try it if you haven't
0: well,
1: yeah, maybe. Definitely. You should, I tell everybody, you should try his class some, or at least once.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: But. Um, and then I usually do Pilates and weight training on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. I try to do, if the weather's permitting, get my bicycle out once in a while.
0: Bicycle? And
1: mm-hmm. um, Fridays for me, I also have, sometimes I have class on Tuesdays, on Wednesdays. Sometimes Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm -hmm. This year I'm trying to cut it back by one class. So I'm doing two classes at each studio for four classes a week. Okay. Because last year the five classes kind of overwhelmed me at times. Okay. Um, And that there's a chance that Paula has told me that she's going to talk about the mixed ability company at USF. And I would love for that opportunity. Yeah. So I want to kind of save a little bit of room in my week for that.
2: Of
0: course, that would be
1: wonderful Friday is my ego trip day I call it <laughs> um, what do you do for five for the past probably a good four or five years now I've worked myself up to where I start my Friday ab day with 150 sit ups with a 210 pound weight bar across my chest wow I hold it like this
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I
0: yes 150 crossing your
1: set- arms yes I do six sets of 25 wow and then I do. I go from there to the inversion table. I have an inversion table. I hang upside down and do sit ups mm-hmm. and side sit ups with weight. Yeah. Upside down. Wow. Hanging from my feet.
0: And <clears throat> that you with your brain damage and everything, it doesn't. Um, is it difficult still, or you can do those easily?
1: That is pretty easy for me. Okay. Um, then I do a lot of ab work on the Roman chair, and of course Pilates is all ab work. Yes. Every exercise in Pilates incorporates yeah. core, core strength and mm-hmm. flexibility.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I mean, it's one thing that I've got to really help me through everything is my core, my yes. strength.
2: Yeah. With that. Yeah. Wow. And um,
1: and I try to change it up every once in a while to keep it interesting and to mm-hmm. keep my body from getting too used to one routine or
0: like burnout of yes whatever yeah routine yeah
1: and. Um, it was, um, you know, my big thing when I, one of the things I had when I came here also was I was dancing with a company called Asher Dance Ecliptic, mm. and they went out of business after I was with them. I started with them, I guess, in 03, and I guess, 05 or 06. They went out, they went, they went bankrupt, I think, or something and went out yeah. of business. Okay. And, um, it was a mixed ability company. And then I couldn't find anywhere to dance. Wow! Um, Whenever I would call a studio, which could be of interest to some of your listeners and so on, Mm -hmm. um, for adult classes, they all said they didn't have any openings.
0: What? Uh, That's the normally ballet, adult ballet. It's like a drop-in system. You go, you pay, and you take the class. That's so weird.
1: The problem was, as I was a male dancer. Unknown in this area, mm. and I had tried several times, several different studios around the area, Land of Lakes Flutes, you know, mm-hmm. Carrollwood, and but one day I was having a dinner with my family down at Michael's Grill, and I saw the studio across the street, and I saw that they had advertised on the door adult classes, so I called them up and they said, "Come and try." And I think, can I say his name? Yeah. You know, Julio said, saw me dance, and I think he's hard enough, and he's a hard enough teacher that he wasn't afraid of me. hmm And he said he saw something in me that he could work with and said, keep coming. Wow. And get stronger. And there were times when I was so out of it, just because I had several years, like, away from any mm-hmm. studio at all. Mm-hmm that Julio would even say, all right, we're going to go to the center now, and we're all going to do this. i If you're going to do whatever you're going to do, (laughs) just do it. (laughs) But, you know, there were so many times I was actually scared, and I know it sounds silly, you know, because I can can go up against anybody. I'm not afraid. Mm -hmm. But I was so scared that he would tell me not to come back. Wow. Because I wanted that so much in my life, to have dance back in my life. Yeah. And then a couple of the girls also danced at America's Ballet Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: said, you should try here, too. And I was like, okay. And I actually called up and talked to somebody. I don't know if it was Paula or not.
0: Maybe. Well, but
1: yeah. it was very questionable.
0: It's
2: okay. like, well,
1: you have adult class, and I'm interested in your adult classes. And, uh, yeah, okay, um, you know. And I said, I'm also taking class at All-American with Julia. And they're like, oh, okay, great. Come on, by. But well, it, it's a... It's a weird thing because being a male dancer mm-hmm. in this world, mm-hmm. in this time in the world, yes, you don't know what freaks are out there, and I understand that.
0: Mm.
1: Is that there are bad people everywhere.
0: Yeah, yeah. And,
1: you know, and studios got to have a good reputation and protect all the girls too.
0: Yes, definitely.
1: And I, you know, I think I've been around long enough that everybody, at least I would hope that if anybody did get into trouble, they would run for me to help. Mm-hmm. And that used to be the fun thing back in Cincinnati, up the hill from the studio was a dance store. And I became everybody's brother. And if it was ever, there were several times when it was raining out and they would call down, is Leif there? Yeah, he's here. Leif, come up here and carry this girl down. She just put on new point shoes and she doesn't want to get them wet. So I'd run up there because of the rain and carry the girl down so she didn't oh get her point shoes wet. Oh,
0: That's so good. Like You,
1: you know, I just got to the point and here I got to the point in my local community that all the girls that I knew from the resorts I go to mm-hmm. knew my house was a safe place to go to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I've had a couple of girls that whenever they got into trouble with boyfriends or whatever they'd run to my, my house and like leave, save us, call the police. And I'm like okay. Really? yeah." Wow. And um, wow. Man, I'm always kind of that good friend to call on a bad day.
0: <laughs> no, and um, just, you know people feel Protected as well with you, right? That's yes, what you want ex- to say.
1: Exactly. That's yeah. a great way to put it. Yes.
0: Yeah, we're protected with. Um, I didn't know. Good, good thing. Now I know. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, and, and um, yeah, it's.
2: I
0: can't pass with this.
1: I can't oh, this thing. <laughs> it's just I can't imagine my life. Where it would be without dance mm-hmm. or the ballet in it?
0: Yeah, it's so. And, uh, um, it's so weird to meet a person uh, that is not a professional dancer that is so passionate about dance. It, not weird, but it's very unique to find. Um, I know you wanted to be uh, like, you wanted it to be a professional. In one time? At uh, what time in your life? Mm-hmm. Um, but you went to the Navy path instead, Um, Um, right? Am I right?
1: (laughs) yes. I grew up very poor, Mm -hmm. so my thought was going into the Navy was for the GI Bill, so I could go to school for dance.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And before I was in an accident where I was pronounced, got killed, pronounced dead, all that, I actually got a job offer at a tattoo studio. I was also an artist, visual artist, tattoo artist. I had a studio in Maryland, mm-hmm. and but that wasn't my passion. My passion, everything was to get me to
2: performing arts
1: school to dance.
0: Wow. And what? Um, just out of curiosity, what were your choices of universities that you wanted to go?
1: I was trying to find something in the Panhandle of Florida. Okay. Um, I don't know what the, well, I don't remember what was available at the time, but I was offered a job in the Panhandle in Fort Walton Beach to work for a tattoo studio for 90 bucks an hour. And so I figured between the GI Bill mm. and working in that tattoo studio, that would be more than enough to put me through yeah. a school and to get somewhere else.
2: Yeah,
1: You know, you know, yeah, there's <laughs> always the big ones like, you know, the ABT yeah. and, you know. Yeah. And I think I almost cried when I first saw the movie Center Stage.
0: I bet. It's
1: because you know, that was, so inspiring. That was my dream before the movie ever came out, was to ride my Harley on a ballet stage.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> going to be so cool. That's You have to do that. You
1: know when he did that yes. ballet scene with yeah, his Harley? Yeah, the performance, yes. That's, that was my dream before that movie ever came out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then when you saw it, you know, it, it's just so inspiring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You still want to do it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's an idea. Let's talk mm-hmm. to... Um, our directors and yeah. Oh, oh there be.
1: we go.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, and the ballet and the dance has always been that passion that keeps me trying.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I've had doctors and mental health psychologists and psychiatrists. You know, I seen them all for post-traumatic stress, yes, um, the brain damage, my learning disability, and everything else now. Mm-hmm. With the head trauma, and they are so amazed of what I am done with my life, mm-hmm. and I tell them it's because of my passion for the ballet.
2: Yeah,
1: you know you have to have passion about something. Yes, and when it's as hard as the ballet, <laughs> and for somebody that dances knows what I'm talking about, there's nothing really that easy about it at times.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When you really want to do well and get stronger every day. Yes. And
0: um, just uh, well, for me, sorry to interrupt no, for no, you. No. Okay, so <laughs> well, for me, it's kind of the same thing. Um, to be passionate about ballet when, whenever people tell me that you can't um get there or you're not good enough, mm-hmm. ballet always um inspires me to be a better person and improve and keep trying, like you said. Yes, yes. it's a profession or, or um. Um, an art that gives you that passion to keep trying yes, be better every day you have every time you go to a studio you have the opportunity to get better than the day before mm-hmm. and I think that's fascinating and that's why I keep doing it mostly yeah and um, get to a point of being in a prof- bigger professional body company
1: right
0: um yeah. So and that's
1: a very beautiful thing, and you know, to, yeah. re- and to always realize that you can get better. Yes. Always.
0: Yeah, if you have a bad day, you know that you have the next day to be better than that day, and you just forget about that day, and then there's a new opportunity the day after in class to work on whatever was not good the day before. Yes. Keep trying. Yeah.
1: It was a bit interesting with our new
2: teacher.
0: With Luana, yes. Yeah, if, if um, just to keep you updated here, whoever doesn't know about Luana or uh, Paula, um, Paula is my artistic director in uh, Tampa City Ballet, and she's a director of America's Ballet School, and that's where you know Liv takes classes, and he also takes classes at All American yes. Dance Studio. Yeah, that's another studio in Tampa. So just to keep you updated, and Luana um, teaches now adult ballet classes in america's by school so yeah keep going Sorry. yes
1: <laughs> and uh, it's been hard for me to communicate with her mm-hmm. and i actually told miss paula that when my finances allow for her, i want to look for a, look for a spanish class
2: mm-hmm. so
1: i can learn some spanish
2: mm-hmm.
1: um miss barbara who was the teacher before luana yes could not understand what i was talking about with my disabilities really she came to meet my doctors at the va Wow. She wanted to know what I was talking about because she couldn't believe what I was saying, I think.
0: Yeah, I think nobody believes. And... and
1: I only have two physical... I mean, to tell you about how disabled I am, I only have two physical therapists at that entire hospital that will work with
2: me. Wow.
1: Everybody else is... They look at my leg, they look at me spastic and going into spasms and muscle spasms, Mm -hmm. and they get scared and freaked out and won't touch me. Wow. (laughs) So it's kind of unique, but it's also scary for me because I had two that were out sick and I was like, nobody could Oof. help me. But Miss Barbara wanted to know from my doctors, is what is wrong with this guy? Exactly. So she came and met with my doctors in the physical therapy and spinal cord injury department of the VA.
2: hmm
1: And, you know, spent about an hour there talking to them.
2: Wow.
1: You know, and she was more amazed, I think, when she figured out what is really wrong with me. hmm then she knew.
0: She knew she could work better with you in class.
1: Right, but just knowing how disabled I was, I don't think she quite realized how disabled I was mm-hmm. before she did, before she met to my doctors. Wow. And I've tried to explain to Luanna some of the things like my muscles being spastic, spasms, this and that. I mm-hmm. don't think I'm, I don't think she's, un, she's translating it properly,
2: if yeah. that makes
1: sense. I don't think she's understanding. Mm-hmm. the translation of what's mm-hmm. wrong with me. Okay. And in a way, sometimes it kind of makes me feel good because I don't think she realizes just how
0: difficult I am. Yes, yeah, yeah, well, maybe... Well, we all have to be educated with um, what you went through. Yes. Because it's so... Um, I don't know how to describe it, but it's so unique and... and a case that it's it was very dangerous it was very I like, costed your life almost
2: yeah, and did. you
0: still live with it and that's but yeah we need to learn about what happened and, but it's, yeah. it's
1: also one of the things that I can say kind of going back to that time
2: mm-hmm.
1: you talked about it costing my life or almost costing me my life it's also given me that perspective and that determination never to give up yes because i know what's over there when you cross over
2: Mm
1: -hmm. it's beautiful it's love wow it's true love nothing but love well and that's fine that's what's going to be there when i go back Mm -hmm. okay i don't have to believe in anything i don't have to have faith in anything i've been there done it all right now that's where i'm going to go all right now let's get (laughs) serious now now let's get serious and dance
0: (laughs) you want to live um yeah, when oh. you came back and you wanted to do stuff that you wanted to do, but you know where you're going.
1: Yes, and I think it said perfectly my favorite metal singer, I like heavy metal music
2: mm-hmm. yes. also,
1: is Doro Pesch from Germany.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I saw her live at a local bar called The Brass Mug several years ago.
2: Wow.
1: And uh, she is just a beautiful blonde German woman who is just awesome. She has a song. Um, I want to live. I I think it's something like, I want to live until I die. And that's where I'm at right now. I want to live until I die. I'm not going to sit on the couch. I'm not going to lay in bed or in my wheelchair. I want to live until I die.
0: Live every day. Yes. As it is the last. Yeah. Wow. So um, inspiring from you. Um, Let's um, go to a more fun thing, fun Mm -hmm. round. I want to ask what are your favorite things in ballet? Either like favorite ballets that you have seen um, and your favorite things about uh, other personal stuff like you said, heavy metal, uh, motorcycles. What are your favorite things about um, both ballet and your other personal um, likes? Any favorite ballet?
1: (laughs) That is a hard one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because of the brain damage. It's because of my memory loss. Mm-hmm. I can pick something out of any ballet that I can remember and be like, "That's important to me," or you know, <laughs> "That was special," or "That was."
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I guess one thing that, when I was with Asher Dance Club, it was a mixed ability company,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I was the only person I was able to get out of the wheelchair. Everybody else was confined to their wheelchair, I believe.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. And we danced at a... um, It was a house for people with disabilities up on 52, not far from here. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the name of it. But I was dancing, and this young man, early 20s, mid-20s, maybe I'm not sure, came up and was trying to communicate with me. Okay. And at the end of it, his nurse that was ta- his caretaker came up and said, "You don't get it. He's never done that before." Wow. He wanted to be with you. He wanted to see what you were doing.
2: <laughs> wow. So
1: you know, it's amazing how when we do dance, yeah, at anything, mm-hmm. how we can make somebody feel inspired, yes to what we're doing. Yes. And I think a lot of times we don't always realize that and, you know, like you said, a lot of times I don't realize that when I'm in the studio, that sometimes I don't feel like I'm good enough to be there and, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, whatever.
0: But you inspire people. Yes. Yes. Even with that happening in your head. And
1: um, it was but since that company closed down the first thing I've been in was you know in the adult part and I realize I'm an adult I'm over 30 you <laughs> yeah. know I'm, I'm realistic about
2: life yeah mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know at the studio I was still in Cincinnati when I turned 30 they threw me a birthday party wow and you're going to love this <laughs> this little girl is was a 5 year old who was one of the girls because I was Mr. Leaf on the motorcycle mm-hmm. this little 5 year old I think she was came up and I was like Mr. Leaf, you're an adult now. <laughs> you turned thirty. <laughs> oh my God! And then just having this little, cutest little girl say you're an adult now because you're thirty was <laughs> kind of
2: yeah.
0: I was kind of an adult like uh, twenty, maybe fifteen, twenty, eighteen years ago or so when I turned eighteen. Oh now, yeah. <laughs> that's but,
1: so cute. And I got a picture of that night we had like seven or eight ballerinas wow. standing on my motorcycle at the same time.
0: Wow. <laughs>
1: oh god but um, two years ago I guess it was when All American was doing their Nutcracker Mm -hmm. and um, I had missed the day for some reason I missed it when they were doing the adult um, auditions or picking up for the adults for the
0: okay like the party
1: scene of the
2: Nutcracker Mm -hmm. yes
1: and um, when I went back the next the next class, they're like, well, did you talk to him?
2: It's was like,
1: no. And then one of the other girls said, Holy, what about Leif? And and he was like, well, what about him? And I guess he thought I might not have wanted
0: to, to do it. Then I'll let you. Yeah.
1: And, and I said, I wasn't going to ask because I didn't feel good enough. And I said, if you'll have me, I'd love to. And he said, of course, I want you. Are you crazy? <laughs> and I was like well thank you mm-hmm. and, and so that was really cool but apparently I also scared some other adults yeah because you know usually it's the fathers
0: yeah or mm-hmm. the
1: parents you know the little ones yes yes and we had our adult practice because he had a pre- he has a pretty neat dance for the adults okay and it kind of a,
0: in the party scene in the
1: party scene it was a little it took a bit to pick it up
2: yeah
1: it wasn't it wasn't just a cheesy little thing
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um we, but anyway, the class for practicing the adult party scene was after our adult class.
2: Mm.
1: And the first class for the adult party scene, a couple of the fathers saw me coming from adult ballet class in my tights and leotard yeah. and walked out.
2: And they were, <gasps> and they were no. intimidated.
0: I bet.
1: <laughs> yes, They were like, I'm not wearing tights. I'm not wearing <laughs>
0: tights. <laughs> yeah people are scared of man uh, times, and uh, for some reason
2: <laughs> yeah
0: intimidated not not scared more intimidated wow, it's interesting,
2: yeah,
1: but that was very in- inspiring for me, and then when um you know they asked, or they didn't ask, but they offered me the bill the chance to you know do the adult scene for sleeping beauty,
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And that is so huge for me because I don't think, you know, like you had said, you guys made me not realize just how quite disabled I am. Mm-hmm. And my biggest fear was to fall down. On stage. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. something just to go wrong.
0: Yeah, because also the lights.
1: No, the lights are great. The lights
0: were great for you? Perfect,
1: yes. Great. Stage lighting is perfect for me. Wow. There's no fluorescence on the stage.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's just... That feeling of not being good enough at times. Yeah. And, um. Mm-hmm.
0: You, not, were, you were great not, in the show.
1: Yeah, and not one. <laughs> but not one to be the one that they're like, that screws it up. Yeah. You know, not one. Mm-hmm.
0: Did you see what he did? I completely understand. <laughs> yes. yes. Wow. Um, but, by the way, I was, I was Kara Boss in, uh, in the Sleeping Beauty, and I think you, you did great. Like,
2: no, oh, thank you. Like, no it, one, it was
0: good. Like, no one will ever guess. Like you said, no, ever guess that you are disabled and and because you learned the choreography, you did all everything with your partner. Yeah. You did all the acting and reaction where every scene was happening. And yeah, you're you're great. You yeah, remember it was, everything. It was really
1: good. Yeah. And. Um,
0: so you love being on stage, oh, even I if love you, the are, stage. you are you um, are like you said afraid of not being good enough and falling down. You love the stage. Yes,
1: it's you know just.
0: The beautiful thing,
1: the lights, the smells, the Being smells, fr- no yeah. one
0: understands this.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, to be in front of the audience, it's the yes. smells of the sweat, the smells of the costumes, the yes. smell of the burning lights. Yes, because those, you know, those uh, stage lights always have that smell to yeah, them when they're burning, uh, it's unique. Yes, yeah. you know, and then just the audience, you know, it's just I, I, I love that, mm-hmm. you know, er, er, people that I knew we're always like don't you get stage fright it's like no I love that it's like that's where I want to be yes
0: yes it's adrenaline that's beautiful that's exactly how I feel because um, I'm a very shy person and people sometimes yeah they ask me the same thing aren't you stage fright I said no it's just the energy of the stage exactly it's something that you don't find anywhere and um, I'm glad you feel that way too it's interesting
1: when um, I was with Asher Dance, the big production we did was for um, a benefit to help uh, people that could, the hearing impaired. Mm-hmm. And it was over at, oh, I don't know if it was the McAfee, but one of the big theaters over in, I think, St. Pete. Petersburg.
0: St. Yeah. Petersburg? Theater, maybe? I think so. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay.
1: Brain damage. Um, <laughs> But that was the first time I was ever on a stage that mm-hmm. big with that many people in it. Wow. And it's a, it's a big theater, they, that's
2: my understanding, Yeah, it right? was
1: a huge theater. Mm-hmm. And there were like four or five companies that were doing productions. We were all like doing different
0: different pieces. Doing
1: different pieces. Mm-hmm. And it was all, all the money went to the hearing impaired. And um, we, had, we had to do everything in inside. We had to learn not just the choreography for the dance, but everything was done in sign language. Wow. So we had to learn all the sign language
0: mm-hmm.
1: along with the choreograph- choreography. That's a lot
0: of demand from So nice
1: Yeah, so that they could understand what we were doing. And it was just like that. When I, everything came on, it was like, this is so beautiful, you know? And it was just, that's where I wanted to be. Wow. And um, I, I knew my service dog was in the very back watching
2: me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's good that you have support from them as well. Do yeah. they... Um, do they go regularly to whatever you're doing, in performance? Who's that? Um, your doctors or physical therapists?
1: No. No. Um,
0: have you invited? Them
1: to I be? have. It One of them may have went to Sleeping Beauty. I'm not sure. Okay. She wanted to take her her child to Sleeping Beauty.
2: hmm
1: And apparently. She had wanted to take her child to a Sleeping Beauty before America's Ballet did it. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And somebody told her not to take her kid there because apparently this was an adult version of Sleeping Beauty. And I had no idea what it was. And I was like, no, I promise you, if you come to our version of Sleeping Beauty, it's the real one and it's safe for your child. There are little kids in it. And And she was like, okay, because I was going to take my kid over here to see Sleeping Beauty. But I was warned that it was an adult version. I'm like, look, I don't know who you were talking to or where you were going. Exactly, or
0: what organization is it? Maybe it was a play,
1: like an adult
0: play or something? Yeah, it was something like
1: that. It was like some adult-themed thing.
0: Wow, wow.
1: And so I'm hoping she got out there to see it. I don't know if she did (laughs) or not. But they are, just like you, they are so amazed with how far I've come. Yeah. And what I can do. And
0: After what happened...
1: And how bad I am. I was I helped some friends. I was gone for a few weeks to help some friends move up north. And I was going through a really bad time with my left leg.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And saw a massage therapist. He wouldn't work on my left leg.
0: He was afraid to? It
1: started or? going spastic when he was working on it. Wow. And he was afraid to. Wow. He, had not, he did not know what to do. So he did everything else but my left leg where I really needed the help. Exactly. But I have this, these two beautiful little um, physical therapists.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, they're not little, they're, you know, older, but um, they literally, it feels like they're putting all of their body weight onto their two thumbs oh. up underneath right where my IT band and hamstring come together into my um, hip area.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it hurts really, really bad.
0: I bet. Because it's spastic, you know, it's. And
1: it's got to work past the spastic
2: yeah.
1: to where it stops twitching.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And now I'm good for three weeks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how, how regularly you get your massage?
1: Well, I don't really. Or physical get therapy? Physical therapy, about mm-hmm. every three to four weeks. Okay. okay. And um, it more depends on our schedules that yeah, I can get for sure. in. And I have to be careful, again, that's a hard thing for me because if I spend more than a couple hours at the VA hospital because of the fluorescent lights, Mm -hmm. I can't see the rest of the day properly. Wow. And I'll have like a headache and a migraine and my vision will be blurred. Mm
2: -hmm. So I
1: try to be very careful that I'm not at the hospital or a store too long because then I can't come to class at night. Mm -hmm. So I have to be, I have to, everything. You have to be
0: everything very measured and careful.
1: Yes. Yeah. And it's, but my wife is very supportive of me
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, you know, she helps me out a lot.
0: Yeah. I was going to ask you, you about uh, support, the support that you have from your family, from your wife. Yeah. From teachers and physical therapists, I think you're a very, a very supported person and that's good. Yes. You're uh, not alone.
1: I did try though. you know, of course. Two years ago i was trying to get my wife involved and dance with me and i was mm-hmm. like just come to class with me once <laughs> <laughs> i realized i should not have done it.
0: <laughs> really she doesn't like it or oh no. oh no no for her
1: no i i took her well i also took her to one of julio's classes
0: oh hard
1: yes and she watched for about 20 minutes walked out and said no <laughs> <laughs> wow. but that's why we st- but we started doing ballroom together
0: mm-hmm. you she- just told me you went to a salsa classes
1: yeah and she loves doing ballroom with me so that's where me and her have that but she's supportive of me and mm-hmm. you know she helps me with whatever i need and when um, we were doing sleeping beauty she drove me to the studio with my wheelchair and dog to make sure i could get there without a problem okay
2: and
0: um the stage too the theater you are yeah. with a wheelchair. Yes. I remember. Yes. And you actually asked me. I'm the one normally who does emails and makes calls. And you, I think you called or something to ask if you're, if it was okay for your wife to drop you off in the theater. I think so. I think so.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And
0: I said, oh, of course. Like, <laughs> there's no yes. problem about that. Um, your wheelchair actually is very cool. <laughs> you have a lot of um, stickers of heavy metal bands and... Yes. It's so interesting. What... Well,
1: um, it was a very unique... My wheelchair is an all-terrain manual wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And I got it because I used to have the generic wheelchairs that they give everybody with the skinny tires. Yeah. And I was at... Have you ever been to the Renaissance Festival they have here in Tampa?
0: No, I want to. Oh, it's
1: wonderful. i have to go. you have to come with me and my wife Yeah,
0: when is the next...
1: Um, it's always in the spring, I believe.
0: Okay. Yeah, I knew okay. that it was... I mean, I just moved here and I... I didn't know there was a renaissance festival, and yeah, I love and all
1: the year, Bay Air, stuff. Bay Area Renaissance Festival. Okay. So if you want to go, call me and my wife. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I was there about six or seven years ago, and wearing my kilt, as I usually do when I'm not on my motorcycle, mm-hmm. and the back wheels of my wheelchair got stuck in the dang, and it's all dirt. Uh-huh. The wheels sunk down in the dirt, and I flipped over backwards. Oh,
2: God.
1: Well, I was wearing my kilt the way you're supposed to wear a kilt. Yeah. So the whole place got to see everything I had.
2: <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs>
1: So I went back and I told my doctor what had happened, and he was like, we need to fix this situation. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I was like, you know, I saw this all-terrain, this wheelchair with, you know, dirt bike tires on it and, you know, all-terrain stuff, and he was like, all right, we'll get it for you. So that's how I ended up with that really nice wheelchair. Yeah, I'm it's considered. really
0: nice. It's, uh, you decorated. it. Yeah. to very you very yeah. your personality
1: and I've been to all those concerts in that wheelchair
0: yeah so, I, know, I saw of, you, you know,
1: they're, they're not just stickers I've put on I've been I've gotten you know been to all the metal concerts
0: Ooh. wow um just historic heavy metal bands wow
1: yes wow I, I felt so bad I had to leave Boston on the train to come back mhm The day, the morning, at four o'clock in the morning, Mm -hmm. the day after Ozzy Osbourne was going to be there for his final farewell tour, like three weeks, three weeks ago.
2: Yeah. Oh, I mean,
1: and the fact that I was in Boston. Yeah. You know, but tickets were like $500 for a ticket. And, you know, it was going to be like till three in the morning. And I had to get on the train at four in the morning. It was like, all right, this just ain't going to work. But
0: exactly. It was like, what what
1: a crossing coincidence.
0: Yeah. Wow. Um. Any? Can you name your favorite bands and favorite?
1: My favorite yeah. favorite singer and band is always Dora Pesch,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and she used to be the lead singer for Warlock.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, I like. Uh, I've been singing at karaoke. Yeah. Um, Yes, I actually sing with a small group of karaoke. Also, wow. (laughs) There's four of us that sing together, kind of like a little singing Mm -hmm. group,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and we wear mops on our heads.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's so fun.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. But um, I also sing like Molly Hatchet Mm -hmm. and some Eagles and Charlie Daniels and things like that. And singing actually is how I help reteach myself was suggested to me by my speech therapist back. I was years going to ago.
0: ask you about that if singing was something very challenging for you.
1: Yes. And yeah. reading, reading was very challenging
2: to me.
0: I know reading because when I was actually email you emailing you for this podcast, you asked me to write it again in another way because if your brain damage you weren't understanding what I was saying or something like that. I don't know if you remember. Was um, this at the studio? No, I mean, I just uh, emailed you on the fir- for the first time to invite you to this podcast. And you asked me, one of those emails was, oh, can you say that again because I cannot catch it, or something like that.
1: It could have been that, or sometimes for some reason, and we had talked about this
2: mm-hmm.
1: the other uh, other night at the studio, everything is comes in my email is encrypted.
2: Yeah, now.
1: It, it wasn't even words that I could read it was all some crazy encryption type thing wow. wow. I have to show it to you I don't know if I showed it to you or not but I don't it, think it was so. like it wasn't even it, it was just crazy
2: oh
0: okay okay No I have to check that
1: somebody show me after yeah, I'm, yeah yeah I'm not a big IT person my wife is <laughs> which is really great because when we got married mm-hmm. we got married 9, 10, 11, so I wouldn't forget the date yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um her thing was I had to learn more about computers which I have done Mm -hmm. and she had to learn how to fix her own car Mm
2: -hmm.
1: which she has done (laughs) so we do really good at helping each other that way that's
0: good that's good well
1: and that's you mentioned too the motorcycles that's been a big passion in in
2: my life
1: I'm still riding I don't know I don't ride it that often but the red Harley that I've ridden a couple times to class mm -hmm. that red Harley is the Harley I got killed on
0: wow and you still it's I still
1: ride the same bike.
0: It should be. Is it for you? Is is that is the Harley like a treasure to you? Yes. Or just something you're not afraid of? It's like a it's like a secure thing you can come back to drive. It it,
1: it is. It's my Harley means everything in the world to, to me.
2: Mhm.
1: I think I could lose everything but that Harley and be good. Wow. And it's it's. To go through. Death with something, and to come back together mm-hmm. and stronger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, is the only way I can put it. Yeah. You know, and it's the one thing I've had. I bought that bike when I was seventeen years old.
0: Oh wow! So it's
1: so I've, I've it's been years. everywhere. Yeah. You know, and I've never been away from it. The only wow. time I've been away from that bike was when I was in boot camp in the Navy.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: So to have something, you know, for that many years with that kind of history. Mm-hmm. You know any
0: very special?
1: Even any girlfriend I've had has been on the back of that bike.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I bet, I bet. I I like motorcycles. My dad was um, oh, he did motocross. Oh, nice! So I know and I have ride with him in those very loud motorcycles that are you know the motocross. Yeah, the, the motocrosses. Yeah. Um, but I have never been into a real Harley or uh, fancy motorcycles like that. And they're beautiful, by the way. Um, in Venezuela, we're actually afraid of motorcycles because those are normally uh, the people that rob are in motorcycles. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so we're kind of afraid. But now here in the United States, it's interesting because you see for example you see those guys that are in kind of those bands and they're all together in the highway and with their leather jackets (laughs) it's really cool it's like a movie
2: right right um
0: and in venezuela it's different in venezuela there are the ghetto people Mm -hmm. that rob and do um
1: do all the bad things yeah
0: all do all the bad things yeah so the, the culture is different, but here is so cool because I feel like I'm, I'm in a movie. And when I saw you for the first time, I was like this guy is so cool because he has this really. You have the you have two motorcycles.
1: I have three. My wife has two.
0: Three. Wow. So five in the house. Because
1: yeah, my big blue one.
0: Yeah, the big blue
1: is one. a Honda Goldwing. Mhm. And my wife has a Honda Rebel and a Kawasaki Ninja.
0: Wow. So you both ride. Right. Yes. It's cool. It's so cool. You you came. With your blue one, mm-hmm. and you have that little
2: sidecar. Yeah,
0: and that reminded me of Harry Potter so much because of Hagrid. I don't know if you. You know about yeah. um, Harry Potter. Um, I don't know. It's so cool. When I saw you for the first time, like, is this guy taking ballet? <laughs> because you have yeah. that unique um, style of rock and heavy metal, mm-hmm. and just seeing you in ballet classes is unique. I have never seen a guy like that taking well like us, you know. That's what I thought at the time. Now that I n- <laughs> meet you, that I know you, it's very cool to to talk to you about this.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, That's, um... It's always unique being...
0: Different. A male
1: dancer, period. Yeah. You know, because there are, obviously... Fewer of us.
0: Mm-hmm. It's cool. But it's even
1: different than cool. that is being a straight male dancer.
0: That's true.
1: You know, not that there's anything wrong in my opinion. Either way, you want to, anybody wants to be that's exactly. whoever they want to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But to be a straight dancer is at times even harder yeah. because everybody just expects you to be gay.
0: Exactly. That's it's, for me in school. They were asking, "Are the boys you dance with are gay?" I'm like, not all of them, yeah. and that's okay. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: but and it's even some of the people, which is kind of always funny too, because I go to we have several nudist resorts in our area,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they're always like, "Put on your dance clothes and come out to karaoke." It's like <laughs> they don't want to see me naked; they want to see me in ballet clothes.
2: <laughs> yeah!
0: Wow! Wow! Um, it's so cool, really, to be in this it's, in this um, field, be unique and different, right?
1: Yes, and it's you know I hope that anybody that has the opportunity to help a young person, especially a young boy mm-hmm. or a male you know, would at least let them have a chance,
2: mm-hmm.
1: not like I was told, no, you can't do that, you're a boy."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, it's like, well, boys dance. Yeah. Somebody has to lift the girl. Somebody <laughs> has to dance with the girl. Yes. <laughs> you, yes. You know, men have a job in the ballet. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, people don't understand that. Still, there's a lot of people that we need to educate on this. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just to um, wrap this up, uh, I definitely think that. You are a miracle. Really. Well, thank you. Yeah, and um, just wanted to say that and that's mainly why I invited you here. I'm glad you accepted this invitation. I'm glad we had this conversation. Oh,
1: thank you so much. Yeah. It's been, yeah, very opening for me just to be able to talk to it because there's mm-hmm. actually few people...
0: That have been through this.
1: Not only have been through this, but that you can talk about dance and the performing arts and the ballet.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And... You know, I could see the look in your eyes when I talked about the smell of the theater. Yes. <laughs> People don't get that.
0: Don't, they don't.
1: <laughs> you know, and I can hang out at the clubs or at the resorts and, you know, have friends. And I do have lots of friends out there and it's all great. Mm-hmm. But they don't get why I want to dance. Yes. They don't get why I go through everything I go through to be able to dance ballet. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's, so, it's, it's such a... A feeling that sometimes you can't describe, but when you describe it, people don't understand it. Right. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah, and I guess in a way I kind of put that back to riding motorcycles, too. You know, it's kind of like that feeling you get, you know, it just makes you feel good. Yeah. You know, it's something with the smells, you know, nature and the smell of the motorcycle. Yes. And if you ever do want to learn how to ride, Mm -hmm. uh, Florida has a great motorcycle training program. My wife's taken the class twice. Wow. Because motorcycling is something you always, as like with dance, you're always working on making yourself better.
0: I bet. Riding a
1: motorcycle, you're always working on making yourself a better rider yeah, too.
0: Yeah, it's different to be on the road um, with a motorcycle, of course. With yes. a motorcycle, it's different. Um, and, you know, even with the spacing in the road, uh, how do you, yeah, everything
2: is different. Everything
1: different. And actually, that's exactly what helps. It makes it easier around Tampa, though. Mm-hmm. Because you can put yourself into safety areas a lot easier because you're so small than in a big car, where
0: and you, in you know. a big uh, road, too. There's yeah, streets here are so big,
1: <laughs> yeah, around here, things just get crazy sometimes,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and handling traffic and everything. Um, well, uh, to wrap it up, do you want to share your Instagram so people can follow you? No, sure, yeah, what is um, your username? I believe
1: it's just leave cancel.
0: Leave cancel, yeah. I'm going yeah, to put L-E-I-F-K in the show notes.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: yeah. I'm going to um, put in the show notes so people know. Um, and, yeah, well, thank you for having this interesting conversation. No,
1: thank you. Any time you want to have a talk or, you know, any time, just give a yell or something. Or
0: I will, definitely. It's, been, I it's see been a lot you, of fun. I see you maybe like four times a week if you... Yeah. If you go to night class, I see you almost every day in the studio. Right. Yeah. Well, if, um yeah, thank you again for everything. And, and, well, guys, if you want to follow me uh, or leave, or I'm going to leave all the links in the show notes so you can access. If you want any information about uh, Veteran Hospital,
2: mm-hmm.
0: In Tampa, you can. I'm, I'm going to also uh, leave the information here. If if you can help me with that,
2: oh, of course, um, of course, yes.
0: And yeah, um, yeah. I don't know what else to say. This is so inspiring.
1: Yeah, it's. We've covered <laughs> a lot of things. It's just. Yeah. You know, for the love of dance, I think it's on my Instagram thing. It's just mm-hmm. for the love of dance.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's. Very uh, inspiring conversation. thank you so much Um, I hope we can do another episode with um, you know focusing on other topics maybe if you want Um, so yeah I'm very glad we did this and thank you thank you you so much Viv and we'll hope to see you on the next episode I'm going to leave again uh, all the social media accounts and websites you can go to in the show notes and yeah well thank you and yeah. See you. Yeah, we <laughs> see did, you, you later. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: don't let my account scare anybody. I do have. A, I do drive a hearse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> well, uh, see you then.
1: All right. Thank you.
0: Bye.